Hello and welcome to Cycling Talk with me, Georgia Mahoney. Today I'm joined by Star Casino and GB Cyclocross rider, Anna Kay. Thank you for joining me today, Anna. Thank you, thanks for having us. So what's your first memory of cycling? Um, I think my first memory was probably, uh, I did the coast to coast on a tandem with my dad um, when I was like 11 or 12. Um, and it really just made us fall in love with cycling. Um, <laughs> what was the first bike that you remember being really excited about? Um, I had, I can't remember what kind of bike it was, but it was like an all matching cheeky monkey bike it had like cheeky monkey on the bottom and I had like a matching helmet and gloves um and I yeah that was like my favorite bike when I was a kid um yeah so do you remember your first race yeah it was a cyclocross race and it was at Hetton Hawks um which was my old club uh but yeah that was me and my dad both raced together for our first race um and it was just like a it was a, I don't know if you know TLI, it's like a different race series. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just, yeah, we just turned up one day, didn't have license or anything and just, and just raced. So what was the size of the race then? Were there many other girls? Um, I think it was mixed. I was just in with, uh, obviously the boys as well. I don't know if there was many other people, um, cause it was a smaller race series. So, uh, there wasn't that many there, um, but I, I can't remember there being many girls. Maybe there was a few. Um, but I was I think I was very nervous because I was really young. So did you join a club when you were younger then? Yeah, when I actually I played football and then I played for Sunderland Academy. And then there was one year I, I started cycling a bit more and I had to make a decision either to go on to the full academy or choose cycling and I chose to I chose cycling. Um, and then I, I joined Hetton Hawks when I was maybe 14, 15, um, and I was there for quite a few years, so yeah. So we all know you for your cycling cross, but did you do any other disciplines of cycling when you were younger? Yeah, I um, actually started in mountain biking. Um, I'd never actually really did cross properly. It was all, I really just did cross as like a filler in the winter, mm-hmm. um, and because I enjoyed it in the mud, and like you got to see your friends every weekend. I think that's why I did cross. Um, but I was always, I always did mountain biking. I found that a lot. I don't know, it was just what I'd always done with my dad. Um, and then I didn't really start road racing until I was a lot older, until I was in the junior categories um, and under 23. So, Were you on the GB development squad? I was on ODA. It's Olympic Development Apprentice. Oh, wow. Yeah, but only for, I think, a year or a season. Um, and it was for mountain biking as well um just yeah just when I, I think I was under 16 um but I didn't really have a lot to do with mm. with GB when I was younger I kind of just came into contact with them a bit more when I was when I was in under 23 through cross really when did you first race nationally um I think when I was under 16 it would have been mountain bike races I, I raced um I raced the national series when I was under 16, when I was junior, and then probably my first cross national was when I was a junior, um, or maybe maybe under 16, I think. Have you been to Durham before? No, I haven't. There was a cross race there a few, um, there was, they had a, a race there every year, I think, but I think that was my first cross national. 
Was it very different from racing regionally? Um, I think, yeah, it was quite it was quite a big step. I remember from regional to national because you're racing with like people you don't know and like really fast girls. Um, mm-hmm. I was just I enjoyed cross because it I found it I wasn't really stressed racing it and mm-hmm. it was just fun. Um, they're shorter races as well, so um, it's more of a friendly atmosphere as well. So. So did you race with a team or were you mostly supported by your family? Um, through under 16, under 14 and then some of junior, I was just with my club. So my dad just took us everywhere and my mom, um, my dad raced as well. So it was convenient because he would want to come to the national stay over and stuff. Um, so yeah, mainly with my parents, but then in junior I was part of do you know Nutcracker? It was a race series. Um, it's a no northern idea. race. They, they had a team anyway, um, and I raced for them for a bit and then jumped around and uh, rode for story racing um, for a season. So I guess when I got a bit older, it was more team mm. support. Yeah. How did you find the jump from racing nationally to then racing internationally? Um, it was quite a big step, actually. Uh, my first, my first, like international rate cross race was um, Coxider. It's the Sandy oh, World Cup, yeah. and I think I was more scared to ride the course than I was to uh, actually race because it was just terrifying. Um, but I guess like that season, everything was really new. Like I, mm. it was my first time, like racing for a podium in a national, and then first time racing abroad, first World Cup. So. It didn't, I think, it didn't feel as daunting because everything was new. Um, But, yeah, it was quite, it was quite a big step. What was your favourite cross, like, international race that you rode last year? Um, Have you seen Deegan, the night race? Yeah. Uh, That's definitely (laughs) one. Um, Because... It's just different. It's in the night and it's it's a bit more like a road race as well. It's really twisty and mm. in the streets. Um, yeah, that's probably my favourite. Yeah, I think that one always looks cool and I bet it'll be really fun to watch in the night time. It, yeah. it, it does always seem like a really interesting race. Yeah, it is. It's always exciting, I guess, as well, because it's really fast. So, mm. um, or like the, the gaps are a lot closer. Um, so, yeah. So is there a course that you're really lo- looking forward to riding but you haven't ridden yet? Um, I think, so Euros, European Champs next year is in the place called Rosmalen or I, I can't remember, it's in the Netherlands somewhere. And I think I rode it a few years ago, but it might be a different course this year, but it was really, really cool, like setting. It was right next to this like beachy place. So oh, wow. like really short sand sections. Um and in the woods and stuff, and it was quite fast and technical, so I'm quite excited to ride that one um, this year. How do you find being on, obviously Star Casino is like an international team, so how do you find it being on a team with people from different countries? Um, I really like it, actually. It's, uh, it's quite cool to like see the different, see what countries like, like for example, um, like the Italians, they eat like differently. So mm. they would have like their pasta first and then salad and then vegetables and then meat. Whereas 
we would have like our starters first and then a big meal so it's really mm. odd like the different habits that um different countries have um yeah and it's just interesting and yeah it's it's quite cool mm. so have you learned a new language from traveling into different countries well i've tried but uh <laughs> dutch is and flemish is really difficult to learn um although one of my teammates marion um is french so she has been teaching us a little bit of french because i think french it feels easier than dutch um mm. so she's taught us like if i don't know what to say i just say je ne sais pas because that means i don't know yeah um, and just yeah some small words some, mm. some little phrase but do most of the people on the team speak English then? Yeah, they all, most of them speak English. We have a new Italian, uh, younger girl who doesn't speak as good English, but she's learning. Um, but yeah, mostly everyone speaks in English. So Yeah, yes. it must be a lot easier for you then. <laughs> yeah. So what sort of training were you doing when you were a youth compared to the training that you're doing now? Um... I guess I didn't really start training properly until I was a junior. Uh, mm. My training when I was a youth was more like social and a lot less hours, obviously, um, and probably a lot more turbos to fit in with school and stuff. Um, but but yeah, now it's just more specific and a lot more hours. Um, I just I, when I was younger, I just wanted to enjoy riding my bike really, so it was more riding with friends and training sessions with. Uh, with my club and stuff so yeah how did you sort of manage cycling life with your school life um yeah well yeah turbos a lot more because they're they're easier to fit in and I was quite lucky when I was younger my twin sister rode so we trained together on a night time and I had my dad to train with us and stuff um so a lot more night rides and stuff but I always found that if you plan like when you can do your homework like if you do your homework when you get in and then you can go on the turbo straight after um I just plan everything I used to do that when I was younger did many of your friends cycle yeah not at school not from school obviously my sister did um I had a f- I had a few friends actually I had a, uh, a boy called Daniel who actually got us I started Het and Hawks because of him and we used to mountain bike together and stuff um but I made a lot of friends through cycling which is probably why I continue to cycle because Mm. you have all your nice friends there so if you were an under 14 again do you think there would have been anything that you would do differently uh probably take cyclocross a bit more seriously I always just did it for a laugh um yeah, that would only be the, the thing. Probably. Yeah. So I'm a really small rider and I know that you're a small rider as well. Was it hard sort of with getting the kit and the bikes? Because obviously you can't have the full size wheels if you're so small. What was it like for you? Uh, yeah, that is true. Um, all my kit when I was little was a bit too big for us. Um, you obviously have to get it specially made or get like xxxxs small um <laughs> but with with uh bikes i don't know do you if you ride mountain bike but I, when i was little i rode with yeah. 27.5 inch wheels yeah. instead of 20 so they, that was better um mm-hmm. and then i guess you just you grow into your cross bike um yeah 
but yeah it was always a struggle finding frames to fit um actually this season I've gone down a size frame so I was riding a 49 I'm riding 40 is it 46 or 47 now um so it, yeah it is a struggle but you yeah you grow into mm-hmm. it okay did you find it intimidating on the start line when everybody was so much taller than you a little bit yeah when uh for one of my first few races I do but I guess you you just have to earn your respect and then yeah you get there eventually but yeah it is it is quite daunting when you feel like a little kid just like with <laughs> didn't see that's too big for you but yeah, yeah. yeah I, I definitely agree with that. I think a lot of a lot of the girls my age are so much taller than me and it, yeah. it does feel quite strange knowing that you're the same height as people that are like four years younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> that is true but there is advantages to being small yeah. like we can sprint out the corners a lot faster mm-hmm. and we have a lot less weight to pull up the hills and out the corners so um, and they underestimate you as well. Yeah, obviously you said about the weight, that the smaller the bike, often the heavier it is. Did you find that when you were riding? Um, when I was little, I did. yeah, obviously it was difficult to lift your bike on the shoulder because you're so little and your bike's so heavy. But like now I've got a lot lighter bike, so it is easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get stronger as well, like your arms get stronger. So it will be easier to lift your bike on your shoulder. But when I was little, I, I never lifted it on. I always ran with it by my side yeah. and I still do sometimes now um just because it's it's just more convenient to run with <laughs> um but yeah yeah because last year I saw you when on some of the big banks in the earlier races everyone else was carrying it on their shoulder but I noticed yeah. you were sort of car- you weren't carrying it on your shoulder do you did you find that a lot easier for you yeah because Last year my bike was heavier, um, so it is it like it just takes your energy out of you when you lift it up on your shoulder. Um, it is something I have had to work on because it is more energy efficient if you have it on your shoulder. Yeah. But in some cases, it helps with your balance as well if you hold it out to your side. Um, and for me, it helped me stand upright. So instead of like slouching down and nearly falling over myself, holding the bike by my side actually helped us keep my body straight and then run. <laughs> If, uh, if that makes sense yeah who's your favorite current rider um probably Lars van der Haar. he's always been mm. my uh probably my favorite rider because he's very little and uh yeah yeah me and my sister used to watch the sight lacrosse and we used to watch it in the time when he was really good I think when he was like leading the world cup series and would yeah we just used to be a massive fan girls of him yeah. Does your sister actually still ride? No, no. She's um, she stopped. I think when she went to university. So after sixth form, when she was eighteen, nineteen, um, mm-hmm. she she decided to stop. Um, but we used to be obsessed with like all the cyclocross riders <laughs> and and all that. Who's your favourite cyclist of all time? Probably Sven Sven Nice. Yeah. He was another one we used to like idolize so I know you had a great start to the um cyclocross season last year did you expect that and um would you say that was your greatest achievement in cycling um I didn't I had yeah I didn't expect it really I'd hoped that I'd have a good season or a better season than the the one before that um and it was yeah definitely a burn I think getting an elite podium that was definitely my 
cycling like highlight of my career. Um, yeah, I didn't expect that really. Yeah. So did did you feel very shocked when you were leading the the World Cup? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I hadn't thought I'd get the jersey, to be honest. Um, I thought there was stronger girls than me, um, but uh, I guess it just shows yeah, you should have confidence in yourself, mm. even if you don't think it. So I actually first saw you at the um, National Champs in Gravesend, and I thought it was such a cool race. Um, do you think that gave you the confidence for the following season? Yeah, definitely. That w- For that race was probably like a breakthrough race for us. Um, racing with like Nikki and Helen, who I like, looked up to, um, kind of just proved to myself that maybe I was like strong enough to, to be at the front of the races. Um, and even though I had that mechanical, like I don't look at it as a negative. I actually look at it as positive. It, it showed us that, yeah, like I, I could be there. So it was, um, yeah, it was it did give us a lot of confidence for the next season. So um, what were your plans for the for this season? Have they been affected from coronavirus? For the for the road or for cross? Um, for, just for all? Uh, well, for road, we, we, we did have kind of a plan with the team just to race like nationally and maybe some race in Belgium or some UCI races and stuff. But obviously what you haven't. We haven't been able to do any of that for because of coronavirus. But I think for the cross, I think it'll probably be delayed the season, um, maybe by a month, maybe two months. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of now, the World Cup series is going on, at, like going ahead. There's, I think America's been cancelled and Dublin. With, there was meant to be a World Cup in Dublin, um, but so there's been two cancelled. Um, but for all I know is it's it's going ahead as planned as now as of now. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll see how the situation is in a few months' time. <laughs> how do you feel about there potentially being no crowd in Belgium? Um, I think it'll be different because obviously, like I said at Degum, that that's why the race is so good. The atmosphere is amazing, but I guess I'd rather have a race with like then then no race um so no crowd is fine if as long as there's a race it'll be different but at least we'll get to race yeah so do you think you've learned something about yourself during lockdown um i have learned i do like to plan everything and i like to have a routine um like get up and do the same thing and if i'm out of that routine i don't like it um but i think i've just learned as well that like in the area that I live in, I think I've explored so many more roads and road like in so many different places because it's the first time I've actually had a big block of training here where I live. Um, and I just live in a, a lovely place for riding. So, Where do you see yourself in five years' time? Um, hopefully still racing. Um, I th- I'll, well, I'll be elite by then, um, but... I want to do cross for the next few years and see what happens and then possibly do a bit more road bridge over um, mm-hmm. and do like some more hillier stage races and stuff. Cause I, I would, I think I'd really enjoy that. I did the tour of Yorkshire a few years ago and it like, I really, really enjoyed it. I did it with story um, and it kind of made us think, Oh, do I want to do a bit of road? Um, but at the minute crosses what I want to do and then maybe. Yeah. 
So you've got five minutes before a race. What's on your playlist to get you motivated? Um, probably a bit of reggae or ska reggae. Me and my dad used to listen to it like before Mountain Bike Races when I was younger. So it just always makes us happy. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today, Anna. That's all right. That's fine. Thank you. And thank you to all the listeners. They can check out our Instagram at cycling.talk.podcast and they can find us on Spotify and Acast. See you on the bike.